Ladies and gentlemen, it's your buddy Gavin, Filibuster Freestyle. Just want to, really quick, this wasn't planned. I'm watching uh, the Ohio State University of Cincinnati men's basketball game. It's November 6, 2019. Um, it just took Ohio State almost eight minutes of the first half to score their first points of the game in a basketball game. It's now 8-4 to four with 11 35 remaining in the first half. So a t- total of 12 combined points have been scored in eight and a half minutes of basketball play by both teams, including the home team, Ohio State, who apparently is number 18 in the country in the preseason poll, though they have four points in the first eight and a half, nine minutes of the first half, and it took them literally like seven and a half minutes to score their first points. This is college basketball, baby. It's back. I think it'll get better for both teams and for everybody else, but it wasn't planned, but as I record this, and you can maybe hear uh, Fox Sports 1 in the background a little bit, the reason I am watching it and the reason I thought to do a little pod intro here is um, Fox Sports 1 is now using the famed John Tesh classic, Round Ball Rock, which was the theme song to the NBA on NBC back like I definitely in the 90s, maybe late 80s, but definitely in the 90s and maybe into the early, early 2000s before um, NBC or NBA and NBC went away. So what's crazy is here I am in 2019 watching a college basketball game on Fox and I'm, I'm hearkening back to like 1994 watching NBA games at my parents' like old school upstairs tube TV with like antennas and stuff. So, really weird to hear round ball rock tonight in the context of 2019 college basketball season. Anyway, filibuster freestyle, a lot going on. Uh, I'm actually going to hit stop for a second and boot it back up. I've got uh, a bit of an announcement to make, and my plan, and I'm not sure exactly what I'm going to put up here tonight after the theme song, but is to cut up a, a lost episode um, of the filibuster freestyle, which I'm going to go select and then get back to you all on and let you know. Uh, what it is, a couple things going on here at the Freestyle headquarters that I want to make people aware about as well. But anyway, filibusterfreestyle.com is where you can find us. Um, find the pod, subscribe to the pod, rate the pod, leave a review, let your friends know about it on Apple Podcasts or on Google Music Play. You can also subscribe on SoundCloud, and you can always check the homepage at filibusterfreestyle.com. Plus, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the same handle, at Filibuster Freestyle. If you don't know how to spell filibuster or freestyle, you can look them up. We spell it the exact same way, but it's all one word. All right, be right back. Okay, I'm back. TV's on mute, just to give you a sense of this basketball game, by the way. Now nine minutes left in the first half, so 11 minutes gone by. It is 10 to 6, Cincinnati. So literally... Wow, 60% of the first half is gone, 16 total points. My guess is if people do believe in taking the under, taking the under would have been a good idea. Anyway, a couple things to do as usual before I hit the theme song and get you to the mystery topic, which it won't be a mystery as much for you guys because you'll see whatever I decide to call this podcast edition of the filibuster freestyle. Anyway, places listening after the United States, which is number one big time this week, Canada, Pakistan, the United Kingdom, Jamaica, the Netherlands, South Africa, and Hungary. Number one city, 
Cornelius, North Carolina, right here in the Charlotte metro region, followed by Walpole, Mass., Philadelphia, Toronto, Canada, Norcross, Georgia, Boston, Denver, Ottawa. So, you know, Boston listens a good amount. Denver, not as much. Ottawa, definitely a little bit more rare. A lot of Canadian cities listening this week. But um, first time ever, a place called, and I'm going to get it wrong, it's in Hungary. I'm going to spell it. I'm, I am going to spell it, but I'm going to say it phonetically. It's Kistarska. K-I-S-T-A-R-C-S-A. It's a city in Hungary. We had a download there, a listen there uh, this week on the Filibuster Freestyle. So thank you for listening to the folks in the aforementioned Kistarska, Hungary, as well as the other places we mentioned and all over the world. We really appreciate it. Okay, last thing before I get into the theme song. Those of you who listen know that... Um, Yours truly is a Patriots fan. Uh, a lot of the folks who listen to the podcast are Patriots fans. Patriots were 8-0. They went into Baltimore. They got basically ran out of the building. Um, Baltimore didn't play perfect. New England definitely didn't play perfect. But I think on the balance of the entire 60-minute performance by both teams, Baltimore took care of business in a huge home game, huge night game. Crowd was electric. Defense played pretty well. Um, their offense played great. Lamar Jackson played great. People were coming up with caveats all over the place. Um, people were saying, well, of course, Bill Belichick has trouble with mobile quarterbacks. It's the one thing he can't game plan for. Some people were saying, um, you know, Patriots are not a great all-time defense because they gave up 30 points in a game. Plus, which, by the way, other great defenses have had bad games too. All kinds of stuff. The one take that I have not heard And maybe it's because it's just so darn obvious of a take that it's not a take. But I'll try it out anyway. I haven't heard it. I don't listen to every podcast. Neither do you. Let's face it. If you're listening to this podcast, though, there's a pretty good chance that you only listen to this podcast or you listen to a ton of podcasts. But you still know that you do not listen to every single podcast. So if someone else has this take this week, good for you. But here's my take on the Ravens handling business with the Patriots. Number one, I think the Ravens are a very good team. I think Lamar Jackson is a very good quarterback, and I do think they came up with an awesome scheme against the Patriots. I think it was a definitive victory. But here's my take. Bye weeks in the NFL matter. The Ravens had a bye. The Patriots did not. And listen, the Patriots are as benefit, have benefited more over the years from bye weeks than any other franchise in the NFL. And that's why my take, I think, is legit. And I even said a minute ago on Qualified It, super obvious, bye weeks matter. The Patriots tend to be one of the top two seeds in the NFL, uh, sorry, in the AFC playoffs during the NFL playoffs every January, which means they get an extra week to prepare. Even though they don't know who they're going to play, they know which two teams they could play, and they get an extra week to rest up, focus up, get healthy, and get extra prepared. I'm not saying the Ravens don't have the ability to go on and, hell, they might win the rest of their games this season. They might run off you know, 15 games in a row and be NFL Super Bowl champs. But they got their one bye week the week before they played the Patriots, and they made the most of it. Doesn't mean that the victory is diminished. They took advantage of extra time. They use it to their advantage. Now, they could 
beat the Patriots or anybody else on one-week rest, like I said, every game for the rest of the year. And it becomes more of a moot point. But what I will say is if you run a very unique offense, if you have a very unique player, an incredibly rare skill set of a Lamar Jackson-type athlete, okay, if you do that and you have an extra week to prepare and the other team doesn't, I'm just saying that's an advantage. It's an advantage great teams and good teams and even mediocre teams use to their advantage more often than not. If a team coming off a bye week looks like crap or doesn't look as sharp as the team that is not coming off the bye week, that's a complete mismanagement of the bye week. So anyway, tip of the cap to the Ravens, wagging the finger, I guess, to the Patriots, you know. Ravens looked good. Patriots didn't. It's one game. I just do think the one thing I haven't heard this week is that bye weeks do matter. And again, we'll see if it matters later on in the season. But I guarantee you that if the Chiefs, the Patriots, the Ravens, whatever teams in the NFC get the top two seeds going into the the playoffs, yeah, yeah, it's not a guarantee you're going to win the next game because you had a bye week. But the bottom line is bye weeks matter. And I guarantee that's why teams play hard for those top two spots, for the extra bye, for the extra rest, for the extra planning, for all of it. So anyway, that's all I got there. Okay, theme song coming up next. Mystery topic that even I don't know what it's going to be on the flip side. Filibuster Freestyle. Thanks for listening. Okay, so here's a take. As you can tell by the uh, the title, which I now know and you now know, to be Christmas Eve is November 1st, parentheses, hot take alert. Um, every, year, every year we say, man, Christmas comes right after Halloween, and it does. I mean, I was in Harris Teeter today, which is a supermarket here in North Carolina, and last week, which, you know... Halloween was Thursday. Halloween was six days ago. Uh, Everything was Halloween, Halloween, Halloween. And then Friday was November 1st. I rolled in there today, November 6th, and the whole place is ready for Christmas. My point is, Christmas Eve is no longer Christmas Eve anymore. The anticipation of Christmas has now ballooned to encompass not only all of December and all over all of Advent, which was the traditional waiting period for Christmas and from the religious doctrine standpoint, but now it's crept in front of Thanksgiving. It's basically obliterated Thanksgiving. And again, November 6th, I roll into Harris Teeter six days after it was Halloween to the walls and it's Christmas to the walls. And I know that's retail. That's no big deal. I know that as soon as Christmas is over, they're going to have Valentine's Day stuff up. And as soon as Valentine's Day is over, they're going to have Easter stuff up. And as soon as Easter's over, they're going to basically run the 4th of July party for the next three months, right? So no, no, no breaking news there. But here's the hot take that, that gives you extra proof, by the way, as the freight train goes by the studio. Been getting a ton of downloads this week on old podcasts from the Filibuster Freestyle archives, Okay. 
the most traffic we're getting are from all of our Christmas-related lists, countdowns, podcasts, favorite songs, favorite movies, least favorite songs, least favorite movies. The podcasts that have the word Christmas in the title are the ones being downloaded fast and furious this week, even if they're two, three, four years old. So my point is, yeah, I can walk into Harris Teeter and it's retail. And of course, in retail, everybody's projecting out two, three months, you know, certainly six weeks, eight weeks, whatever it is till Christmas. But the behavior of people listening to podcasts, and again, random podcasts like the Filibuster Freestyle, which, you know, isn't random to me, and for a lot of our loyal listeners, and I really appreciate it, isn't random for you. But when I'm getting a bunch of downloads on our Christmas podcasts from places as far flung as South Africa, Hungary, all the places I mentioned earlier, Canada, you know people are jonesing for some Christmas. And I could have a million hot takes on why Thanksgiving doesn't get more run from a commercial standpoint. Um, Don't think I need to right now. But the month of November, here's another take. For those of you who live in the Northeast, driving from New York City to Boston, we all have kind of this inside joke about the fact that you're almost always in Connecticut during that drive. You're almost always stuck in traffic during that drive in Connecticut. And that Connecticut is kind of like this thing you have to get through to get where you're actually going. No disrespect to Connecticut. November is basically where people have to wait for to get from Halloween to what should be kind of the Christmas season. We'll call it like December 1st, December 6th, whatever you want to call it. But now, literally, Halloween is Christmas Eve, or November 1st certainly is Christmas Eve. So anyway, that's my take. I had more planned. I actually found a really good lost episode related to actually Easter um, from Andy Maslin back in last March. I'm going to get into the editing studio and put something up on that um, because there's some really good, really good hot takes from Andy there. He's in the car, the mobile sound booth, and he's letting it rip. Uh, Not so much in a rant, more of like in a creative thinking kind of way. Anyway, I'll try to get that up for you guys too. Last thing, you might notice uh, I'm a little bit hoarse or more hoarse than usual. Um, been having some issues with my vocal cords, which is why I've been doing less pods lately. Um, got it checked out. going to hopefully be uh, getting it fixed. But um, not sure what's going to happen with pods for a while here. Uh, like I said, I may start digging into the archives more, um, trying to edit and work with the crack editing and research team to, to, to keep content coming your way. Um, but I may be taking a little bit of a siesta from the fiesta. And the fiesta is a filibuster freestyle, and the yes, siesta would be a metaphorical break from at least a long conversational podcast for a while. Um, but anyway, no big deal. We'll get it figured out. But um, just wanted to kind of give you a heads up if you start hearing either repurposed, repackaged, reformatted, old episodes, rebroadcast, etc. Um, it'll be just be me trying to put up content while I'm trying to figure out what's going on with my voice. So anyway, really appreciate everybody who's listened. Um, doing this pod is awesome for me. Um, been doing it for almost five years, and what started out as kind of just a therapeutic way to get some hot takes off my chest and 
things like that. Has it been really fun to kind of see grow into, you know, lots of downloads per week and, and people listening in different places and, and, and just fun topics and just having having fun with our guests, you know, uh, pundits who come back all the time, pundits who are here sometimes, people I've reconnected with, people I've always been connected with that I get to talk to and have a reason to talk to. So, um, you know, reconnected even with uh, Chief Financial Officer Cindy Harrington due to the podcast. So, you know, that winds up being a pretty <laughs> significant life event. So anyway, um, we'll find a way to keep doing the pod. Filibuster Freestyle is not going anywhere. But if, if you notice uh, either some odd format stuff in the coming weeks or just me not, not doing some pods for a while, uh, we're not quitting. We're just trying to get the voice right and figure out what's going on with that. So, um, yeah, thanks for that. Thanks for listening. Again, subscribe, tell a friend. Apple Podcasts, Google Music Play, SoundCloud, Filibuster Freestyle. Type it in. You'll find it. Subscribe, like I said. Leave a review. Rate it. Rating it takes like two seconds. Give us a rating. It helps folks find the show. Filibuster Freestyle. That's the end of the podcast, folks. Follow us on Facebook and subscribe on iTunes. Thanks. This is the end of the podcast.